These are your morning announcements. The Retro Club will be meeting today to discuss National Lampoon's vacation. And a reminder that permission slips for the senior trip to Wally World are due tomorrow. Welcome to the Retro Club, where your hosts Megan and John. Welcome back. Hi. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's like almost May already. Isn't that nuts? Our daughter is going to be a year old in and less under than a, month. a month. This blows my mind. I'm kind of mind blown. <laughs> Time is just an illusion, y'all. I don't. I don't know how this has happened. I can't honestly believe how fast the year's going by already it's almost halfway i know that what i'm saying how how is this even happening i'm just getting older by the minute (laughs) oh god well let's recap what happened in the last week shall we we went to a really nice music venue i was really nice i never felt hot or nothing in there Mm -hmm. we got to go to nashville indiana brown county Mm -hmm. which is just on the other side of bloomington indiana it's super hilly, but it's really nice. It was really nice. The venue was great. Mm-hmm. We got to see Cheap Trick play. Yeah, <laughs> I was super hyped. It was weird. I Because when we got there, I asked, and I heard a couple other people ask who the opening acts were, who they were playing with. It was just them. Nobody else. Which was good. I didn't need an opening act. We got right to it, and they played more music because of it. Well, and a bunch of people showed up like almost a half hour after the show started, yeah. and they're like, there was no opening act, and we're like, no. <laughs> <laughs> it was bad, but because when we sat in our row, we're like, dang, there's nobody in this row. <laughs> I was excited about where our seats was because they were right on the aisleway. This mm-hmm. building felt like really, I don't know how to explain it. It felt really personal. Like It felt like we were damn near on the stage. Even I don't think there was a bad seat in I that, didn't either. that venue. Yeah, it was nice. I mean, there's some songs I wanted to hear, some tracks I, don't, I haven't heard in a long time, but I guess that's bound to happen with any band. They can't play their whole discography. That'd be crazy. <laughs> that's a lot of songs. They have a great discography, too. Um, I don't really know if anything else is going on. Oh, we cleaned up at Bingo. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I'm just telling my age right there. <laughs> hey, I like Bingo. And the so thing is... I. I got to do the low stakes bingo. I always, well, I don't always, but I win more often at low stakes than I do at high stakes. It drives me nuts. Well, yeah. Chances well, of winning are higher. No, but I like the buy-in is lower. Oh. <laughs> it's that I have to go with the low ones, but I always seem to win at least one card. It's nice. <laughs> you won twice. I did. And then I won the jackpot. You split it, but yeah. You split one. I did have split one. Shouldn't have had to. I still call BS on that. I'm really mad I had to split. I had the money in my hand, and then you hear, wait, wait. I was like, uh-uh, <laughs> it's too late. <laughs> That's how it should have been, too. Time has passed. I was mad that I had to split that. Ugh. Oh, I know. Goodness sakes. Anyway, I think that's really all we had Yeah, there's on. just really been a lot of concerts announced in our little hometown. Oh, yeah, we've got uh, Pat Benatar. Which I'm excited for. I'm going to get those tickets. Who else is coming here? Wasn't there another one announced? Uh, yeah. 
The Nuge. Ted Nugent. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't care. I'm going to go to it. You you go to that. You have fun. (laughs) Give me cat scratch fever. Oh, my God. (laughs) What else? Uh, What else did they say? They said someone else that's... Oh, um, Grand Funk Railroad. I'm not really into them. But the Beach Boys, too, and I was kind of like blown away that we were getting the Beach Boys. Yeah. I don't know what who Terre Haute thinks they are. <laughs> I, just, I, I, I don't know how to answer that. We're trying to put ourselves on the map, I guess. <laughs> Musically, anyway. It, it, but it doesn't compete close with Brown County. Mm-mm. That place was great. I like it most that it was indoors. Yeah, that was nice. Uh, padded seats, air conditioning. Mm, mm-hmm. Wonderful. All right. How about <laughs> we talk about this week's episode, shall we? Yeah, I think I really wanted to get into the like summer feel of things. Yeah, this is like a we're I think coming up on like summer vacation, school's almost over, which I feel like it just started, isn't that nuts? Yeah, and you want to know something that really sucks? This weather in Indiana, I know we bitch about it a lot, but it changed again. It went from being really nice and warm to all of a sudden it's cold again and my freaking How? throat and sinuses are messed up. So if I sound like shit, I'm sorry. Can we be in the 80s and then two days later be in the 20s? I hate it here. Hate it. I know. Damn equator. Gosh darn it. Ah, But that's the Midwest for you. Gotta love it. I know. If I just lived in Canada, I would just be used to it being cold. I don't have to worry about anything else. I know. All right. Well, speaking of summer vacations and vacations in general... Yeah, this we're going week. to talk about 1983's National Lampoon's Vacation. This was a staple in my house growing up. My I, mom and dad loved this movie. I never really watched the first one, the vacation movie. Really? I was. It was Christmas Vacation was pretty much it. Okay, but yeah, I guess that makes sense. We watched all of them, not really the European one, but we watched mm-hmm. Vacation a lot. I think it's the one I've seen the most. My dad really? Is, is really like Clark. Oh, Lord. especially when we go on family trips, <laughs> he would just he would blow up at the littlest things. <laughs> well, let's I'll give you a quick synopsis and then we can jump into some numbers and cast and yeah. whatnot. How's that sound? It sounds pretty good, Megan. All That's right. how it sounds. Here's our film synopsis. Accompanied by their children, Clark Griswold and his wife, Ellen, are driving from Illinois to a California amusement park. As Clark increasingly fixates on a beautiful woman driving a sports car, the Griswolds deal with car problems and the death of a family (laughs) member. They reach Los Angeles, but when Clark worries that the trip is being derailed again, he acts impulsively to get his family (laughs) into the park. That's a good way of putting it. Yeah, I mean, it definitely skips a lot middle-wise, but... I'm going to be that dad, too. That's essentially the movie. Yeah, I'm going to be that dad that gets so pissed off when something doesn't go my way <laughs> with my kids and my wife that I'm just going to punch a moose. <laughs> and the smile never left your face. <laughs> That's my favorite thing about Clark, I think, is that he's always smiling and he even smiles more the more angry he gets. You know what I love? Every time someone tries to bury something he says, he burns them way worse. <laughs> Yeah, sorry, I had to take a drink. You probably heard that. He is ridiculous funny. Chevy Chase is an all-timer for me. (laughs) Well, I can only imagine this movie's probably rated R. Yes, this has an R rating, and it's a a comedy adventure. You can't drop the F-bomb two dozen plus times and not get an R rating, I think. 
movie's so funny. <laughs> it starts off great. We get this really good song that our daughter danced to. Mm-hmm. We'll get into it. How about we hit some this is numbers start. and cast? Oh, I guess I sh- I totally skipped that part. <laughs> Woo! So how much did it cost to make, John? $15 million. $15 I'm going to guess that most of that money had to go to Chevy Chase to guarantee him for the movie. Probably. He's one of the original writers for National Lampoons. I didn't know that. Hmm. I could see it. <laughs> so it makes sense because Harold Ramis, you know, yeah. he wrote Caddyshack. So obviously he's from also from National Lampoon. So he would have definitely put Chevy Chase in this. Yeah. Um. So what was the... You good? Yeah, I told you I messed up. Oh, okay. Um, what was the box office on it? Sixty-one million in 1983. That this Cleaned movie up. made money. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and did you say the runtime on it? Uh, just an, just over an hour and thirty minutes. Okay. Eight, so an hour thirty-eight. Yeah, that's good. That's great. Wonderful. We love it. <laughs> love to see it. That's a VHS. You can pop in and enjoy it the whole way through. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and you don't have to worry. The, the thing I hate about long movies, like longer than two hours, is I feel like you almost have to plan your day around it. It's I, so I dumb. agree with that. And I know it's only a half hour difference from an hour 30 to two hours, but that is a long time to just sit there. Yes. This is also... That's coming from someone who has a desk job. <laughs> yeah. But this is... Lash Lampoon's had a lot of great writers. John Hughes came from there. This is yeah. his story. Yep. Summer 58... Mm-hmm. Or summer, or what was it? Vacation fifty eight. He writes the best stories because he took real life. Yeah, like this and Mister Mom blew him up. Well, he doesn't write anything um, like supernatural no. or uh, sci fi. It, it's all within the realm of possibility. There's nothing. True to life. I mean, besides the characters being over the top, sometimes he's not. Everything he writes about, someone somewhere has experienced. Everybody's got a cousin Eddie. Oh, God. Yeah. And if you don't have a cousin Eddie, congratulations, your cousin Eddie. <laughs> Hold on, real quick. Who would be your uh, family's cousin Eddie? Let's just put it out there. I'll, I'll, and I'll give you my, I'll try to give you mine. I don't know if I can. We'll even guess them, even. It doesn't even have to be a male. My be a cousin Eddie. I don't know. I don't, I'm afraid of who might be listening. <laughs> who cares? I, I really don't know if I could pick one for Cousin my Eddie is one of the most lovable characters in, the, in this franchise. Who's your cousin Eddie? My Aunt Barb. Oh. <laughs> you're right (laughs) that is correct (laughs) i don't even have to take time to think about that either i don't know i feel like it would be a group of my family instead of like come on you gotta have one don't puss out i i don't i don't know you have to have a cousin eddie i'll guess for you i'm not the cousin eddie i know i'm not even though i just said if you don't have a cousin eddie you're the cousin eddie it's not me but i feel like it's probably some family in florida that's all i'm gonna say (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> not your aunt michelle no no <laughs> no she may be aunt edna though oh yeah <laughs> not as me not as insufferable though I think oh just- man real quick listen before we get into the movie let, yeah let, who's who's your aunt edna and i'll pick mine i set my aunt michelle probably if i had to pick even though she's not as insufferable she is still kind of eccentric and uh-huh. i feel like she'd be the closest thing i have to an aunt edna <laughs> Really mean for no reason? I mean... My Aunt Juanita! Why? (laughs) I didn't mean to yell. Oh, my God. Do you see how loud that was? I'm sorry. Jesus. (laughs) It came to me all at once. My Aunt Juanita. 
had to take another drink. <laughs> no, my Aunt Michelle, I feel like is um she could take digs at you and then laugh about it like it's yes! supposed to be funny. <laughs> that's my Aunt Juanita. <laughs> that's my Aunt Michelle. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Um so let's talk cast. We already covered uh Chevy Chase plays Clark Clark Griswold, which he does all the National Lampoon movies. We said he was in Caddyshack. Yes. Uh, he did... Um, he did a lot of good movies. He was in Fletch. Fletch yeah. And Fletch Lives. He's um, done a ton of movies. Modern yeah. Problems. And then, He got pushed as like a love interest for a long time, too. Oh, he's in a really good version of The Invisible Man. Memoirs oh. of The Invisible Man. Hmm. Uh, Three Amigos. That's... Yes. Gosh, he's got some movies. <laughs> His wife, Ellen, is played by... Beverly D'Angelo. And really, besides the National Lampoon movies, she mm. was kind of like a, she was more of like a character actor in a lot of movies. They never really used her for big parts. This is like the movie that really did that. Yeah. Now, their children, Russ and Audrey. Oh, she was Patsy Cline and Coal Miner's daughter, though. Oh, okay. Which well. is a really good movie if you guys haven't seen that. It's really good. Yep. And she was in Hair, one of the best musicals ever. Hmm. All right. They're kids, Russ and Audrey, which I'm sure this is not going to be the last, you know, we're going to cover more National Lampoons, but you'll notice that <laughs> they're never the same twice. There's always a different Russ and Audrey. Who got Anthony Michael Hall? Yes. Anthony Michael Hall. would end up linked to freaking John Hughes for his life. He does Weird Science, Pretty in Pink. 16, 16 Candles is the one candles, that blew him up. Uh, Breakfast Club. Breakfast Club, yeah. All those. The and big ones, then, yeah. Um, Audrey is pretty in pink. I didn't mean I meant sixteen oh. candles. I'm sorry. Ignore me. Ignore okay, me. I was like, man, did I miss him in that? And not realize it. No, he's not in that. I was thinking of a uh, what's his face, Ducky. Ducky. Yeah, I can't think of his real name though. Yeah, John Cryer. Thank <laughs> you. That's it. Anyway, uh, Audrey is Dana Barron. Which... She's probably my favorite Audrey though. If you want the truth, really? Yeah. She did the made-for-TV really bad version of the sequel to Christmas Vacation. I like Vegas, Audrey. She's good. She, I think this one's the best one, though. Okay, well, I don't really recognize her from anything else. Uh, she really wasn't didn't do anything. Yeah. Besides that, uh, <coughs> Cousin Eddie is played by... Um, uh-oh. Randy Quaid. Randy Quaid, thank you. I knew it was a Quaid. <laughs> Couldn't think of the first name. He always plays crazy characters. Like he was the crazy guy in uh, Independence Day. Mm-hmm. That's what he. That's what he's known for. He's always the crazy guy. Yeah. Other than that, the rest of the characters. I mean, his wife. Oh, he's in uh, the bowling movie where he's the Amish guy. Oh, uh, Kingpin. With, yeah, uh, Bill Murray. There's a shit cloud. And his real bad come over. Yes, that movie's <laughs> <So>. amazing. <laughs> Um, Can't forget about John Candy. Love John Candy. He is very in close this, to yes. my heart. He's in it. For also, a really bit. linked to John Hughes. Eugene Levy is in it for like five seconds. Yeah, he's the greasy the car uh, salesman. salesman. Yeah. yeah. Christy Brinkley. Oh yeah. Her uh, hot self and her. This is her film debut. Yeah. Can't forget. We will cover it. She is just insanely gorgeous. <laughs> she was on another level of gorgeous. Yeah. The rest of the cast, honestly, is just. Smaller names, they're not in it very long. And because this is a Harold Ramis movie, it's obviously going to have Brian Doyle Murray, the older Murray brother. Who does he play? He plays the guy that owns the uh, that place they oh. go and rent the 
cabins. Oh, the okay. guy that's just eating watermelon, yes. spitting the seeds into a rag. Yeah, it's gross. <laughs> yeah, it's really gross. Yeah, that's all the cast. I mean, I think we're probably ready to jump into the movie now. Yes. Unless you have anything else you want to add? No. Uh, you seemed like you did. I don't know. <laughs> no, it. You just start thinking about things about this movie, and it's it's heartwarming. I really like this movie, especially like having a family now. I yeah. I totally relate to Clark. Oh uh, well, well, hopefully not too much. Let's talk about the movie and find out. <laughs> so this movie opens with a really good song by Lindsey Buckingham of Fleetwood Mac. Mm-hmm. Uh, Holiday, Holiday Road. Road. He's the talent in Fleetwood Mac. No one's going to tell me any different. We can't take any road trip longer than I think two hours without <laughs> putting this on at least once. <laughs> and our daughter danced to this and it <laughs> was the did. cutest thing ever. Yeah. And we tried to video it because we were so loud. <laughs> and I think we just took her out of the mood. <laughs> yeah, of course she didn't want to once the camera was on her, but it's all right. We'll get it eventually. Yes, we will. <laughs> all right. So this movie opens up uh, with Clark and-, Clark and his son, Russ, going to the car lot to pick up a new car that he had ordered, which I've ne- I mean, I guess it's coming full circle. People do that now. I mm-hmm. think of, uh, I uh, can't car max. Is that the name of the, yeah, but this is their permanent car. I know. Well, that's what that is too. People buy cars online and then pick it up and it's and this weird. is the lot and he ordered the car brand new. Yes. And it's supposed Clark to be kind of money. like a, a blue sporty type of car. Ultra sports wagon. Yeah. And, and they get the what was it the Queen Family Truckster? Yeah, some yeah, that, Truckster. That vehicle was hideous looking. Lots of wood panel. Don't miss those those Ugh. days. <laughs> so he's ticked off because it's supposed to be a sporty blue car and it's this green wagon. And they act like he like that was the car he ordered. He's like, "You didn't order the Queen Family Truckster?" No. I no. ordered the blue family sports a sports wagon with the ultra deluxe something sports package. Oh, I don't remember. What he says a lot right there. Point is, they are leaving for vacation tomorrow, and he needed this car. And they're like, "Well, it's going to yeah. take like six weeks for us to get that car in." Some things I found out about Chevy Chase, though, mm-hmm. why they made sure to put him in this movie. He is perfect pitch to doing things like the way he talks. Uh-huh. He can rattle off things and just on a whim. Oh well, oh he's good at ad lib and yes, it, yeah, that's yeah. I could see that. Kind of have to be quick-witted, that sort of thing. They try to bring him his car, and just for the just for oh, the effect, yeah. he tries to open the door on the crushed car. He's ticked off, and he's like, well, give me my car back. And they've already crushed it, so they bring it out, and it's like a pancake. Yeah, what lot has a, a car crusher on site? Yeah, how did... I would not have handed the keys over. They, I mean, in real life, they shouldn't have taken your car until like it would have been an even exchange. You yeah. Know? And then the, just to beat all the time, if he won the other car, he had to wait. What was it? Six weeks. Mm-hmm. Crazy. I'd yeah. have been so mad. I'd have sued him. Not even kidding. I would have sued <laughs> and took the freaking car. I didn't want. Anyway, he, um, Clark and Russ end up taking the car <laughs> back to the house and she's like, uh, his wife, Ellen's like, I thought you were going to get the, the sports. sports? The sports thing. Whatever. And he's like, no, no. I mean, once you drive this, he pretty much regurgitates yeah. what <laughs> the, car, said? Yeah, the car salesman said. Um, 
Even though he didn't agree with it at the, the car lot. <laughs> he has to now because... He pulls up and the freaking airbag goes off. <laughs> it does. And it just looks like a trash bag. It, it was. This is a trash bag blown up. Um, and he wants to go over... Oh, so airbag works. <laughs> so they get in the house. The kids are playing some game on the Atari. Mm-hmm. And it Ellen's... It was like a takeoff on Pac-Man. Yeah. Ellen's like in the kitchen or whatever. And he's getting excited. He's the only one who seems excited for this vacation. And he wants to sit <laughs> down and show everyone the itinerary of what it's going to look like. Because the they travel. live in Illinois. And they're going all the way to California by car from <sighs> Illinois. Which we can actually feel that pain. We live in Indiana. And the thought of driving that far in a vehicle with Awful. family members. It's making me sick thinking about oh, it. Oh, God. But he ends up getting on the TV to show them. And they're like playing that off, uh, off-brand Pac-Man, eating yeah. the, the little dots <laughs> <laughs> behind the car. All right. So they're getting ready to leave and they're getting ready to go. And it... They're saying bye to some neighbors, and they go to pull out of the garage, and, friends, yeah. and all their luggage gets knocked off the top of the car. <laughs> Who ties their luggage up on top of their car Before, when the car's still in the garage? I know. And that's kind of like, it's that slapstick, <laughs> yeah. funny comedy you're going to get throughout this whole movie. he just ripped all of it off. <laughs> and the thing, this cracks me up, the first thing that I really laugh at is it shows them actually on the road, and they're... On their way to Wally World. They're going mm-hmm. to California to this amusement park called <laughs> Wally World. And they're singing that Mockingbird song. Yeah, that we get Dumb and Dumber like, also. Dumb and Dumber ripped that off, I think. I don't like know. They're really into it. Like, they're harmonizing. <laughs> Chevy Chase can sing, though. <laughs> Doesn't he have perfect pitch? Yes. Yeah. And the kids are like, Ugh, Mom, Dad, we don't know that song. So then swing they sing. Low. They swing the um, <laughs> Wally World National Anthem. And like the whole family <laughs> harmonizes singing. <laughs> I know. Yuck, that's me. Oh, it's so stupid. Now, the first um, stop they make is in St. Louis, which really isn't that far from Illinois. They didn't go that yeah, far. Yeah, he kind of got sidetracked. In, in oh, that's right. He takes an exit. That's why I'm like, why did they stop in St. Louis? But he ends up takes an, taking an exit that he didn't mean to, and he needs to ask for directions. <laughs> and then he does like the worst thing you can do. You, he asks for directions in a really bad, bad he, neighborhood. Yeah, they end up pulling up in like the ghetto, and he gets out of the car, and he's like, "Excuse me, bro. Uh, pardon me. How do you get back to the expressway?" And the dude just turns and looks and goes, "F your mama." <laughs> he goes, "Thank you very much." <laughs> it just gets. And then uh, they're driving down the road. <laughs> And he's like, oh, it's not that bad. And they hear the gunshots. He's like, roll them up. <laughs> I laugh at that every time. But they end up stopping again to ask for directions. Oh, my God. I even wrote you this down. You get secondhand embarrassment from that, don't you? Excuse me. I, I Excuse wrote me, this bro. down. Excuse me, Holmes. <laughs> oh, Holmes. <laughs> what it is, blood. What it is, bro. He <laughs> <laughs> doesn't say bro, it's blood. Whatever. Um, so these guys walk up to the car and they're like, Five bucks and we'll give you directions. And he's like, oh, here's a 10 and wants him to break it. And he just sticks the $10 in his pocket. And Chase is like, okay. All right, then. <laughs> and then he ends up just giving him the runaround because the other guys in this gang are taking are hijacking the, the car, the hubcaps off the car. They took the wheels and everything and they spray painted it. They didn't take the wheels. I didn't think I thought they just mm-hmm. took the hubcaps. They left, uh, two of the wheels on uh, blocks. Oh, well. Anyway, yeah, they end up just stripping the car while they're sitting in it. <laughs> and uh, they finally end up getting back on the road, thank goodness. 
after getting out of the ghetto of St. Louis. And here, okay, Clark's character (laughs) is funny sometimes, but he also, like, makes me cringe other times. And this is one of the first cringe (laughs) moments for me. What's that? They're driving down the road and Clark's like, oh, do you remember that trip we took in college when we went to Fort Lauderdale? And he's asking Ellen Uh to give him a blowjob in the car, essentially. He traps her head under the steering wheel, then it fucks up the steering column. Yeah, he's like, no, no. And because she keeps telling him no, because the kids are in the backseat. It was hilarious. And he's like, well, how about you just rest your head on my lap? And then her head (laughs) gets stuck under the steering wheel. I know that she messed up the steering column trying to get up. (laughs) But yeah, that's Damn my steering wheel stuck. My first cringe of him is where he's like, "Give me a blowjob," and the kids are in the back seat. Like, <laughs> why? Oh my god! And then he says he could drive a hundred more miles. Never forget. Oh yeah, she's like, "You get weird when you're tired. Let's just pull off, and we can get a motel and sleep." He's like, "No, I can go a hundred more miles." This is the most <laughs> Meg. That is the most Megan moment of this movie. What? <laughs> Cincinnati was scary. Oh no, you slept through the whole thing. Don't yes, you? I slept. You drove, but you also tried to sleep. No, I did not. You guys don't let. I was starting to fall asleep, and I made the executive decision to pull off onto an exit. When did you make the ex- executive decision, Megan? When I couldn't keep my eyes open. Let's see, <laughs> it was a scary drive. Okay. Um. Anyway, it, it pans to them right after he says he can drive a hundred <laughs> miles, and everyone in the car is asleep. <laughs> Those seats in that car, but it though. looked like a couch. Yeah. That. Yeah. The I'd fall asleep too, and coffee. Clark was out. <laughs> Ends up taking an exit and driving through a whole city <laughs> while he's asleep. Almost hits a guy with his groceries. What was that noise he made? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> we'll go with that. <laughs> I didn't mean to do that. <laughs> it was something weird. Quit moving the mic. Leave me alone. It's going to be loud. Anyway, yeah, he's, I don't know, almost hits a guy. Ends up spinning out into like a motel parking yeah. lot. Yeah. <laughs> and he goes, well, kids, wake up. We're here. We're here. <laughs> um this is where clark and ellen uh this is where they reenact the scene from psycho yes they're ellen's in the shower getting cleaned off getting ready for bed and he creeps in on her and you get to see her naked which this is the only lampoon movie i think that she's naked in. oh no she does it in the sequel oh that's right because he the videotapes videotapes yeah that is correct They got her in the like the perfect shot too because they get the perfect boob bounce. I know. I, I love that's the only thing you had to say. You're like her boobs bounced a lot. I can do an impression of it too. <laughs> oh, I wish you wouldn't. <laughs> He's attacking her with like a like a thing of lotion or something. See, I the first time I see her in these movies is the Christmas Vacation. So seeing her naked in this one was very jarring to me. I was not. <laughs> it was happy. jarring to her too. She jumped. I know. I don't want to see that. Anyway. Can I wash your back? <laughs> can I wash front? Yeah. <laughs> Why don't you go wash your own front? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, he takes her. They go back into the, the room. She's getting dressed for bed. And he surprises her with like these little glasses of wine or champagne yeah, or something. plastic ones. <laughs> and then he turns on. It's a massage bed. <laughs> he had a big stack of quarters next to the bed, too. <laughs> he, did, he tried to turn on the massage bed. It like turns yeah. into an earthquake. <laughs> And he's trying to talk and be romantic as it's going. And he's like, I got to tell you that, honey. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, they end up taking the comforter and curling up on the floor. And I would be young. I know. They, 
I mean, they're like our age in the movie. You realize that, right? Yes, Megan. Okay. <laughs> and uh, they have teenage kids. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We don't. No, we don't. <laughs> no, we don't. No, we don't. <sighs> anyway, they're on the floor. They're getting ready to have sex. And Audrey and Russ, <laughs> Russ. walk in on them. <laughs> they're the, fighting. The second time, they're like, I thought you guys were fighting. We heard the bed. <laughs> Clark pops up and asks him, doesn't anybody knock? And he's Point, holding. He points, uh, he points to... Uh, the kids. What do you guys? Why don't you guys ever do, knock? And then he has her panties in his hand. He does. She yes. snatches them from him. They're like, "Where's mom? Under <laughs> here, kids." <laughs> the bed was very, was very soft. <laughs> <laughs> okay, they wake up the next morning. We're back on the road, and they stop in um, Dodge City in Kansas. <laughs> oh, the Cowboys! Yeah, I forgot about that. He. They stop in this. They're saloon. doing like frontier days, so they're all yeah. everyone's reenacting, and they go into the saloon. And Clark thinks again, this is cringe number two. <laughs> Clark thinks he's being funny, and he's talking down to the bartender. This is every dad. Don't don't say that he's being cringe. That's every dad. It's okay, funny. it's cringy. If it's my not dad cringy, did it, it's, it's funny. cringy. <laughs> it's funny. Clark tries to be rude to the bartender, and he's like, "Hey, yellow belly." <laughs> I don't know what hey, else. Hey, tenderfoot, move your wings, turkey. <laughs> this is not... The laugh is what gets me. Anyway. They the... calls him underpants and he gets shot. <laughs> the bartender has it and turns around and shoots a gun at him. But it's just he like. He pops back up. I'm okay. <laughs> and he tries telling the kids like, oh, it was fun, right? We were just having fun. And Audrey, Audrey goes, can't hear. huh? What? <laughs> and C. Ellen, Clark. Ellen says. She's deaf. C. Clark, are you happy? Audrey's deaf. <laughs> and then he goes to ordering it. Pardon me, sir. <laughs> yeah. And he's really nice. <clears throat> oh, man. But when they leave Dodge City, it doesn't get any better because they finally show up to Eddie's. Cousin Eddie's. Cousin Eddie's house. His farm. Worm farm. Oh, God. Cousin Eddie is a whole... <sighs> he's a mess. He's a whole mess, dude. I don't even know. They have six kids. They have five and she's pregnant with their sixth. Yes. His wife is. And they're also housing Edna. Yeah, and Aunt Edna is staying with them. Now, the two cousins you need to worry about, Eddie's uh, children, would be Cousin Vicky and Cousin Dale. <laughs> they're going to be the two that matter in this, this scenario, movie. yeah. So, Audrey and Russ get to meet their cousins. Right. And immediately, everyone's. The the Griswolds don't want to be there. They're visiting. Clark definitely doesn't want to be there. Just kind of because they have to. It's Ellen's cousins, mm-hmm. so she has Ellen to visit and, uh, them. His wife, Eddie's wife. Shit, I forgot her name. I know, I can't remember. It'll come to me. Shoot. Anyway, they um, so Ellen goes off with Eddie's wife. Eddie and Clark hang out. Vicky and Audrey Catherine. pair up. That's right. Vicky and Audrey, Audrey pair up and then Russ and Dale. Yeah. And Audrey and uh, Vicky are on this seesaw thing. <laughs> yeah, like a teeter-totter. Yeah, and Vicky makes a comment where <laughs> she's like, I've been going steady and know how to French kiss. And Audrey's like, that's not a big deal. Everyone does that. And Vicky's like, yeah, but daddy says I do it the best. <laughs> <laughs> and then the just the dead look, the deadpan look on Audrey's face. <laughs> And then you go over to Dale, and he's talking about how life on this farm is just boring. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the 
he's like, do you have? And Russ is trying to ask him about real, like real world stuff that's popular at the time. He's like, you have asteroids or Pac Man? Mm-hmm. He's like, no, but I think my dad does. I'm thinking his dad, he meant his dad had hemorrhoids. Yeah, he's like, do you have asteroids? No, but my dad sometimes, does. Sometimes he can't even get off the toilet. <laughs> um, Clark and. <laughs> Eddie are just hanging outside and drinking a beer. Eddie's like chugging a beer and asks Clark if he wants one. And Clark says, gives sure, him. gives him the half drank beer and then cracks himself a new one. <laughs> <laughs> this is where Eddie like gives like a really to earth thing. He, you know, things are failing on his farm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's finding a roundabout way to ask if he can borrow some money because yeah. they're in deep. And then Catherine, his wife, is talking to, uh, oh, my God, Ellen. Right. <laughs> and how she's pregnant with her sixth kid. And she's like, Eddie says if we get uh, a settlement or something <laughs> that I'll be able to qu- quit one of my night jobs. And it's like, <laughs> oh, my God. Like, this family's a nightmare. Yes. And so they asked to borrow money. Eddie wants to borrow, like, $52,000. Yeah, about $22,000. And Clark, Clark, just Clark puts his money back in his wallet. <laughs> folds the bills back up like, no, 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 no. Well, Aunt Edna has to be the asshole that does that. Well, just you tell him the good the money, news? Eddie. Yeah. You sure as hell can't take a hint. And then they find out. So Aunt Edna is a jerk. They have, <laughs> they're having lunch at Cousin Eddie's and he's cooking hamburger helper on the grill. Yeah. No, nothing but the best. He says, I don't know why they call a hamburger helper. Don't need no help. It's good by itself. <laughs> and then uh, they put it on burger buns. And yeah. It's nasty. And then, and then Clark's like, no meat in this. <laughs> and then the most wife answer ever. You have meat at home. <laughs> oh, <yeah>. Man. <laughs> and then Vicky's stirring the Kool-Aid with her arm. Puts her can, I, can I get you a spoon to mix that with? Please. <laughs> <laughs> God, this I would I would be so mad if someone did that. Just stuck their arm to stir drinks. Oh, and don't forget when Russ asked Dale, like, what do you even do on a farm? What's there to do? Bop his baloney, yo. <laughs> he says, you ever bopped your baloney? <laughs> <laughs> I'm using that from now on. No. Biscuit brain and baloney bopping. Oh, my God. <laughs> but they are, they only stay there one night and then they're on the road and they're so excited to leave. But then Enda's like, well, did you tell them the good news? And they're they, driving me to Phoenix. They find out they have to take Aunt Edna to Phoenix on their way to California. All Clark's sandwich flies out of his mouth. Ah, oh, he's so mad. So they end up taking Edna and her dog Dinky. That <laughs> dog, so mean. Um. Oh, and we did uh, skip at one point when they were leaving Dodge City before uh-huh. they get to Eddie's. Is the first time you see Christy Brinkley. Oh yeah, she's just driving down the road. So she's just, she's this hot blonde driving a red car. It's like a, I don't know, a Corvette or a Porsche or something like that. And she passes Clark and he's just, he's like following her and tries to keep up with her. And Ellen gets mad like, you're doing 80 miles an hour. <laughs> he was sweating too. <laughs> so now cut to, they're leaving Eddie's. They have Aunt Edna with them and they mm-hmm. stop at uh, like, like a, a park. A rest stop and they're going to have a picnic. They have uh, sandwiches they made and they're handing out the sandwiches and Clark kind of walks off with his and he sees it's Christy you, li- you like Bloney. <laughs> and he sees Christy over there by her red car. So he's leaning up against the tree, beer. like dancing with his sandwich, trying to get her attention. We've all been there when dance with our food. Oh, 
Okay. I'm, I'm one of those. You're one of those. So he's like being flirty with a sandwich. He even opens the sandwich up. He does. <laughs> and Christy's laughing at him. And then he goes to take a bite. Russ, it cuts to Russ at the oh, pink table. All the sandwiches goes, are all wet. Yeah, my sandwich is wet. And then uh, Ellen sniffs it and she's like, oh my God, the dog peed on him. <laughs> Clark <laughs> slams it on the ground. <laughs> I'd be mad too. <laughs> and then Aunt Edna, what does she do? Look at her sandwich, huh? shrug her shoulders, keep eating. Yep. Doesn't care. <laughs> yep. She survived that long. So he once again has to leave Christy Brinkley and get back on the road. And they get to uh, somewhere in Colorado. They stop and they want. Oh to yeah, get, the cabins. They want to get tents for the night, and the guy tells them it's thirty-seven dollars for the tents. And I guess this is steep for three yes. tents. I don't know. Um, and they thought Clark's even like, really? <laughs> yeah, but the kids are like, well, it's got a pool, and we get our own space. It'll be. And then fun. you see the pool, and it's like green and has ducks in it. It's got like dead animal or something in it. I don't Gross. know. Gross. And all the tents smell gross. And <laughs> Clark's still trying to get it in. He tries to have sex with Ellen in a sleeping bag in the tent. I mean, his wife, she did have it going on. And she's like, I, this is not working. Two people can't share a no, sleeping bag. You're putting bag. all off on Clark. Like, Ellen wasn't trying to get it in, too. She was not. She, she was being was. flirty, but she wasn't maybe. Wasn't trying to get it in. Okay, whatever. This is a conversation for... <sighs> Agree to disagree. <laughs> the fucking dog. The dog, they're trying to get it on, and then what happens? Clark's oh, feet start getting bit. The dog shows up and starts biting his feet. That's right. What, they, he opens the door to one of the uh, cabins, uh-huh. and I guess it stinks really bad. He tell, uh, tells Ed it's for her. <laughs> yeah. Well, the next morning, when they're getting ready, <laughs> this poor baby laughs so hard. The dog biting the kid while he's tracking it. When Russ is trying to tie the dog up to the tree, and the dog is attacking Russ's feet, and Clark goes, Russ, quit playing with the dog. <laughs> he said, I'm trying, Dad. I laugh so hard. I know. Russ, quit playing with the dog. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Is this where they tie the dog up to the bumper? Yes. They're getting packed oh my up, gosh. ready to go. They, get, they just forget. And they get like, I don't know, they're somewhere in the middle of nowhere between Colorado and Arizona. They haven't been like eight, nine mo- miles out. They get pulled over by a police officer on a motorcycle. And Audrey has weed in her purse. Now yes. That she got from the farm. Cousin Vicky gave her some weed. <laughs> and she grew a lot of weed. And she so had a shoebox full. Vicky's packing. She's like, and hold my purse. <laughs> but the police officer comes up and he's like, get out of the car. <laughs> and Clark's like, uh, what did I do? I don't understand. Uh-huh. And he's like, I should just crack your skull uh-huh. open right here. <laughs> I, I don't understand, officer. Do you know what the what the felony... Uh, uh, the penalty is. The penalty is for, for animal cruelty. He's like, no, no, I don't. <laughs> he's, he's like... He puts the leash up against his chest. He does. And then he's like, oh, no. I, I'm sorry. It hits Clark and he realizes <laughs> the they, ha- tied to the bumper. they tied the car to the, bu- the, the, the dog to the car bumper <laughs> and forgot about it. And they drove off. And this I cop starts, just like this one. <laughs> starts getting emotional. And he's like, the poor little guy probably oh held God. on for half a mile. Mile and a half. <laughs> <laughs> and he starts crying, can't finish his sentence, and like Clark, hands Clark the leash is over. Just like, 
he's faking like he's emotional about it. <laughs> and he tries telling when he gets back in the car, Aunt Edna's like, what'd you do now? It's because you were driving like a maniac, wasn't it? And Clark's like, yes, well, she is right. <laughs> I was driving like a maniac. Yeah, Russ tries to call him. He goes, no, dad, he pulled you over for He goes, that note, Russ, I was driving like a maniac. <laughs> and he almost gets away with it, but the police officer comes up to the window and hands him the Don't leash. Don't worry, I'll clean the carcass up off the road. <laughs> and Edna starts crying. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, they're back on the road, and Christy Brinkley shows up a of course. third time. And at this point, this is when he's trying to keep pace with her. And he yes. starts having like um, daydreams of being in the car with her mm-hmm. <laughs> and almost goes face like head on into a semi. <laughs> <laughs> and he has to ride like he bounces off the road and they end up losing some of their luggage. Well, you find out later one of the bags was Ellen's and it had all her of her credit, credit card. cards and her diaphragm. Yes. And he's <laughs> like, we'll be fine. We still have my credit cards. We have cash. It's OK. Yes. And they end up, uh, when they're driving through Arizona, they get mixed up on the map and they go down a closed road <laughs> where uh, Clark, Clark goes, he just airborne. goes flying <laughs> and at least a half a mile, not even a half mile, at least a half a football field. Yeah. He tells him like uh, 50 yards or something. Russ tells it, him that. It, it was an insane flight. Mm-hmm. And then Clark's all proud of it. He's yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> so he completely wrecks the car. And they have to get it towed. So he's like, well, I'll walk and find a gas station. Surely we've got to be close. And they're like in the middle of nowhere. And he starts getting like (laughs) heat uh, going crazy from the heat. Yeah. (laughs) And by the time he comes across the gas station, the family's already there. And they're like, oh, some guy drove by and picked us up. This part's hilarious, too. Clark's wearing like his pants on his head and stuff. (laughs) He takes his pants off. (laughs) Over the river and through the woods to grandma's house we go. He just just always sings. So then the mechanics end up fixing their car and he asks them how much it is. And they're like, how much you got for four ball tires and a toe. Yeah. He's <laughs> like, that's not how this works. And he ends up having to give him all their money. It was like $500 or something. Yeah. Cause that guy was the sheriff. So he, he makes the laws. Mm-hmm. They end up stopping at a hotel to see if they can stay. And the hotel's like, we can't take a credit card. It's been marked as lost. He yeah. goes, no, my wife's is lost. Mine's right here. And they're like, well, you have to take that up with your bank. Not without a major credit card. And then they won't take a check because they need a credit card. He calls and that guy a slime ball. And the dude turns his back and Clark like slams his fist on the counter, ends up popping the register open. He does a double take and grabs all the money and runs. <laughs> and the cowboy hat. He took the cowboy hat too. But he did leave a check. Yes. He left a check for the difference. <laughs> so, uh, oh yeah, he took the, the cowboy hat. <laughs> Anyway, they end up stopping. Uh, they're going to eat some sandwiches again. It's time to stop. They're mm-hmm. almost to Aunt Edna's. I'm, my dad says this all the time. I'm well, so I'm so hungry. I could eat a sandwich from a gas station. Oh, yeah. Well, they go to wake up Aunt Edna to eat with, so she can eat with them. And uh, mm-hmm. they budge her and she just goes over. Uh, Aunt Edna is dead. <laughs> they get out of the car and they're just, Ooh. a dead person breathed on me. <laughs> so they don't know what to do. They're like, well, we can't just leave her. We don't like, what are we supposed to do? So they end up dropping her. This off. Is, and this is where Clark really, he like loses, his, he, he loses his cool. The family's talking about how they want to go home and stuff. And he, he gives them the what for in the ring. Well, after they tire to the after they tire to the roof, they do tire to the roof. Roof, and they're like, you know, I think it's just 
Ellen says, I think we just want to go home. This trip has been nothing but problems. We're done. And he's like, you know what I think? I think <laughs> you're all effed in the head. <laughs> it's a quest. <laughs> he goes on quest. this weird tirade about how it's like, we're going to we're gonna do this we're gonna we're going on this trip and we're going to wally world <laughs> and then it's quiet and russ goes dad do you need an aspirin or don't something? touch <laughs> yeah. we do that all the time <laughs> but they end up dropping aunt edna off at her son's house and they wrap <laughs> they her up her, and they like, put her on the doorstep <laughs> and they put an umbrella over her and leave he, a note he gives like this really half-assed eulogy i love when he like, starts making oh, up lord stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Ellen's like Clark <laughs> yeah and he he's still not backing down he wants to keep going they end up pulling into a hotel to stay and him and Ellen actually get in a fight at yeah, this point a really she, big argument she's like we're all tired we just want to go home and he gets mad and storms out and ends up going to a bar and he tries hitting in on those these, white leather shoes the white shoes that, that he got from Eddie yes but he tries hitting on some girls none of them are buying it and then he's sitting in the bar alone and who walks up Christy. but Christy Brinkley. <laughs> and he gives her this whole lie about how he owns the hotel mm-hmm. and he it's his brother's family that's with him and he's not <laughs> married. And she's like, well, I feel like doing something fun. And he goes off with her anyway. Yeah. Like it, Clark. She just takes her clothes off and hops in a pool. She has super naked at hops night. In pool. And you know, it's freezing. Yeah. He ends up jumping in with her. When, uh-huh. when he jumps in. This is crazy. In, this is crazy. This the is crazy. water is frozen and he starts screaming, <laughs> which then all the, the patrons come out of their rooms to see what the heck's going on, including Ellen, who just mm-hmm. looks down and he's like, oh, hey, I just I jumped in the pool and I I didn't see her here. And she's like, OK, Clark and walks away. How is it? <laughs> how is Ellen just going to forgive him? He walks in. He's like, I'm sorry. Do you forgive me? And she goes, Yeah. What? You were just swimming naked with a another naked person. Like different time, baby. No, 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 no. I might bring it back. Ugh. Whatever. He ends up meeting up with Christy again later and tells her the truth. Like, I am married. And no, you're not gonna mm-hmm. bring it back. I heard you. I'm ignoring you. And he's like, <laughs> I am married. And she's like, Yeah, I figured. And then him and Ellen end up making up. Ugh. And Ellen Way says too easy. that they've been fighting because, you know, she's been so stuck up. And then she says, let's go do something fun. Then she jumps in the pool naked. Yeah, they run and jump in the pool. And this is the family time. They're, they're finally finding each other again. Mm-hmm. So it, it meant something. It's the you next tried to make morning. It, <laughs> it, it was bad for a second. He almost cheated on her. He wasn't going to cheat on her. <clears throat> he wasn't going to. Again, agree to disagree. It's the next morning. They get to Wally World, finally. We're there. We're so excited. They're all tearful and stuff because they finally got there. At dusk. But no one's in the parking lot. There's not a soul in the parking lot. And he parks all the way at the back. And he's like, yeah, so when everyone's leaving to go home, we'll be the first ones out the gate. And they're like, oh, yeah, good thinking, Dad. (laughs) And then he's like, hey, Russ, you want to race? Yeah. They race up to the entrance only to find a big... Marty Moose uh, statue. Sorry, folks, we're closed. With a sign that says we're closed for two weeks for cleaning. <laughs> for renovations. And he See y'all punches next week. it <laughs> right <laughs> in the nose. <laughs> yeah, he punched the fuck out of it. <laughs> he does. 
And Clark's like, you know what? Hold on just a minute. He ends up taking a quick trip to a sports uh, store. Yeah, a sporting goods store. Comes back and he's like, we're going into Wally World and we're going to ride rides. He, this is where we get to meet John Candy and John Candy's hair is combed awful. Yeah, Clark and his family end up walking in. John Candy's like, well, sorry guys, park's closed today. And Clark, Moose out front should have told you. Uh, Clark just pulls out a gun <laughs> and he's like, um, you're going to let us in this where park. Where are the rides? The big ones. He ends up taking him on a roller coaster. Yeah, this old boy act, like roll around like a dog and stuff. Oh, yes. And do tricks. One of the roller coasters they go on, by the way, is called the Screaming Mimi, which is 100% something I call our cat. (laughs) (laughs) But they end up going on all these different rides. And, of course, the police have been called. Mm -hmm. The police show up and catch them as they're coming off one of the roller coasters. He shoots John Candy in the ass with a BB gun. (laughs) Oh, this could leave a very, this could break the skin. Leave a very, (laughs) very awful abrasion. (laughs) But yeah, you find out it's not a real gun. It's a BB gun mm-hmm. and it doesn't really do anything. But the police show up and put the whole family in cuffs. <laughs> put them up against the wall. Watch and your then, hands, mister. <laughs> and then Roy Wally shows up, the owner of Wally World. And he was in disbelief that somebody did this to his park. He did. He's ticked off. He's about to tell him to like take him away that he doesn't want him in the park. But then Clark's like, uh, Roy, can I talk for you for a second? Like puts his arm on his shoulder and he talk, tells him the whole the saga of his family trying to go on this vacation and how it's been the worst two weeks of his life. <laughs> and where Wally's like, I can relate. Yeah, and Wally's like, no, I'm not going to press charges. We're fine. <laughs> and then it ends with all of them. Roy, the Griswolds, the security, all of them riding the roller coaster. Yeah, the screaming Mimi. <laughs> yeah. And that's the uh, end. The freaking last song's also another Lindsey Buckingham song. Another good one. Dancing <laughs> across the USA. Oh, that's true. Yep. And that concludes. This is a, such a fun movie. <laughs> Vacation movie. And there, I'm sure there are things we definitely left out that somebody will point out to me later. Because someone I, always does. Unless you want this episode to be two hours long. Because that's how long it would take for us to cover the whole movie. Yeah. And this movie is so fun. We laughed a lot just talking about the movie before we really were getting into, the, into this <laughs> yeah we just need to hit the highlights of it so yes i know we probably don't get everyone's favorite part but we try to get the good ones personally i think russ getting attacked by the dog is one of my favorites <laughs> and him saying russ quit playing with the dog <laughs> just anytime chevy chase melts down is the it's the best yeah don't touch <laughs> <laughs> okay well i have some trivia that i'm, I'm ready to cover all right, so I know the we own the movie, National yeah. Lampoon's Vacation. And the cover of it is not this one, but you may have seen this cover. Yeah, that's my favorite. Co- that's the cover I have. Oh, I didn't think we had this one. That's the classic VHS, and that's the original uh, launch poster. Okay, so I'll try to share the picture of this online. But the picture is uh, very artsy style. Yeah, it's, it's a tribute to something. Yes, I, that's what I'm about to cover. Oh. All right. The the art is actually done by Boris uh, Valle, Valle, Valleo. I don't Valeo? know. Valleo, maybe. I don't know. I'm sure it's uh, some type of Spanish name. I don't know how to pronounce it. <laughs> Ooh, you're trying to get into my heritage? Sure. My daughter's heritage now, too. <laughs> 
Anyway, the the cover, it's a hyper-realistic oil rendering of a muscle-bound Chevy Chase. (laughs) And it's a great parody of posters that were seen plastered across theaters around that time. Things like Star Wars and Conan the Barbarian. Yes. So it was like kind of a parody of those. And his work is also, you may be familiar, or his this artist's work may look familiar, because he Conan also painted, no, for like this cover, this oh, National Lampoon's, uh-huh. may look familiar to you, because the artist also painted the iconic poster for the 1977 reissue of uh-huh. Barbarella. Okay. Same we own artist. Barbarella. I like Barbarella. Yeah, that's that's a, where the name Duran Duran comes from. So that's the same artist who mm-hmm. did the, the painting for that to the painting for this. Okay, the, the car itself that they drive, the truckster, there are five, technically six versions of that car that are used. in the Okay, for the movie? Yes. Well, obviously, you have to have like a reinforced one for that big car crash. There's five in the movie. I'll mention the sixth one here in a second. But it's the Wagon Queen Family Truckster is the name of the car. I was car. close to the name. It has eight headlights and extensive wood paneling. And the Wait, car... Wait, you say eight headlights? Eight headlights. The car obviously isn't real. There was never such a thing right. as the Wagon Queen. It's a parody of the automotive trends that were prevalent in the U.S. at the time, right. like the wood paneling and stuff. The production team used five different 1979 Ford LTD Country Squires. My dad said that thing looked like a Ford LTD, mm-hmm. even back when I was a kid. So that's what they used to portray the different levels of wear and tear of the car as the movie went uh-huh. on because it crashes several times. But there is a sixth one that we'll mention. There is a guy who Owns his it? name is Steve Griswold. That is his real name who remade the car and he owns it. Oh, wow. That's awesome. Mm hmm. And you can find his Instagram. It's travel with Grizz, G-R-I-Z. <laughs> But his name is Steve Griswold, and he modified a 1984 Country Squire to a picture-perfect replica of the f- the car used in the film. That's amazing. That's really cool. Crazy. Look at it. I mean, that's spot on. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's even got the bald tires on it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, so there is a scene in here that uh, we could have got into a little more detail, but we didn't. And uh-huh. um, it's the St. Louis scene. Okay. Harold Ramis really regrets that scene. Because <laughs> if you recall, it's not very PC, I guess, anymore. The way that people are treated in that scene or that they're referred Depicted. to in the scene. Yeah, yeah. So Ramis said that he referred to, in the actual DVD commentary of the movie, uh-huh. he refers to that as, quote, the most politically incorrect sequence I've ever shot. <laughs> And he adds that it, quote, dehumanizes everyone involved. He's really embarrassed that they filmed that scene. Huh. And it, it I mean, because it's the ghetto and they're portraying black yes. people as thugs and stuff. That's, I mean, if you want to get down to it, that's what it is. And he's, he said at the time, of course, Harold, Harold Ramis has passed now. But at the time, he said he was very embarrassed by how they filmed it. Right. He wished he would have done it differently. All right, and you mentioned this earlier, but this movie is based on a short story that Hughes wrote. It's um, He wrote it in 1979 called Vacation 58. Mm-hmm. You did mention that earlier. So him and Michael C. Hall, this is their first movie that they worked on together. Michael C. Hall? Anthony Michael Hall. God, oh. sorry. <laughs> I don't... That was just like a, a slip-up. My bad. 
this is the first movie they worked on together, and then uh-huh. they go on later to work on Sixteen Candles, Breakfast Club, Weird Science. It's yeah, just, all those classic John Hughes movies. Yes, but we mentioned that earlier. Uh-huh. And we also mentioned that this is Christy Brinkley's first... Her breakout, yeah. ...movie. And truly, her role in the film, she wasn't required for very much. Her scenes are very short. Yes. She's not in it very much. But she ended up traveling with the crew throughout the entire four-state, 15-location shoot. (laughs) She was always on site. And on her off time, she was doing things like whitewater rafting and horseback riding. What? Mm -hmm. Yeah. She didn't have to film very much, but she stuck around for the whole production. That means she got, like, a per diem and stuff per day. Probably. And that they did that for her so she could be a member of SAG. So she'd never have to pay for medical or anything like that again? Uh, probably. I don't know. It pays to be young and beautiful in Hollywood, I yeah, guess. Yeah, she was that. All right. So Wally World is based off of... Um, they didn't build a whole amusement park. No, I figured it was like one of those big ones in in California. There's like three of them. It is in California. It's the... So the Wally World idea is, of course, a imagination. Uh, to play off of what? Yes, but the roller coaster scene that they shot was at Six Flags Magic Mountain in Valencia, California. Okay. They repeated takes. They had to repeat a lot of takes of the roller coasters, and it got to the point where most of the actors were actually showing genuine nausea and terror on the rides because <laughs> they had to do it so many. You could times. see that on uh, Anthony Michael Hall's face. He looks visibly sick. And then Dana Barron that plays Audrey, Uh she mentioned at one point that she had to take motion sickness pills and she would pass out on the park's benches between takes because they had to do it so many times. (laughs) Okay, this we talk about this scene at the very end when they finally get to Wally World and Russ and Clark are (laughs) racing to the entrance and it's in slow-mo and the music's playing. Clark whipped his ass too. He, he he slowed up on him and even backpedaled and then he sped up on him. Well, the the music that they play in the background it's very uh, uh-huh. classic. Dun, 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 dun. Yes, it's the score from Chariots of Fire. Yes. Very it's famous song. A very famous classical piece. And at the time that they were filming that scene, temperatures on that day in California ridiculous hot. One hundred and five degrees. What? <laughs> yeah. And the pavement they recorded it was about uh-huh. 130 degrees. So them running across the pavement was kind of scripted, kind of like we don't want to be on the pavement. I bet. No wonder <laughs> he punched the moose. Yeah. 130 degrees. I would rather That was die. brand new blacktop too. Oh yeah, Remember? I'm sure. They probably repaved it just for that. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> if you watch um Anthony Michael Hall. I cannot get Michael C. Hall out of my head. God, I love Dexter so much. Um, (laughs) Anthony Michael Hall, he, if you watch him throughout the movie, he he actually ends up growing quite a bit. Yeah, he's really tall at one point. At the beginning of the film, he's about the same height of Ellen as Mm -hmm. his mom. And towards the end, he is noticeably taller than her. And that's because they had to reshoot the ending of the movie four months after they cut filming. I believe that. Yeah. They A lot said of movies do that. The ending didn't test well with audiences, so they redid it 
and shot it a different way. And it was four months after and he went through puberty at yeah. that point. I've heard there's a different ending that's never been released. Oh, well, if it's the one that they showed test audiences, that may be it. But they said it didn't do well. Yes, but that doesn't mean that someday it won't come out on like a Blu-ray or 4K or something like that. Right. Uh, the song Holiday Road in the Beginning by Lindsey Buckingham mm-hmm. is only Lindsey Buckingham. Yeah, he does all the all the music. Yeah, he is a part of Fleetwood Mac, but they had nothing to do with any of this. No. He plays all the guitars, the keyboards, the drum machines, and the song, and he also performs all the backing vocals. It is 100%. That's how he is. He was the talent in Fleetwood Mac. Yeah, it is just him. There's nobody else in that song. I am definitely going to do a thing where I talk about Lindsey Buckingham. That is coming. (laughs) And then the last thing I'll cover, because we're getting close on time, is do you know what Clark's middle name is? I I got a feeling it's something It's going to blow me away. Because it's Clark W. Griswold. Yeah. The W stands for, no, stands for Wilhelm. Clark Wilhelm Griswold. Mm-hmm. It's not revealed in the first movie, but you do see it on his passport in European vacation That's at the closing true. credits. That's true. So his middle name is Clark Wilhelm Griswold. This and movie, I'm going to say something real quick. Yeah. I used to watch, uh, a lot of people might know this, and some people might have even watched these too. In the early 2000s, there were a lot of shows that came out that ranked movies and music and stuff like that. You had a ton of those shows. I remember on like one of these, this was the, a movie that came up and all these women that were on the show were talking about how they loved this movie and how growing up they just saw Clark as this really handsome guy mm-hmm. because Chevy Chase was so red hot and he is, he was a handsome dude. Yeah. He's like every, every woman's father. So, I mean, naturally this character people are drawn to. That's mm-hmm. what I think made Chevy Chase so relatable as an actor. He was... I know some people have said he's hard to work with and all that. Yeah. But when he's going to work, he's he's one of the best. Putting him and Bill Murray together. Oh, my God. I bet that set And look how good Caddyshack is. Awful to be on. <laughs> and I guess they've multiple times had tried to reconcile and it's not worked. I can imagine. They're probably just very... Because uh, I have a whole take on Bill Murray. So. clash a lot, I bet, yeah. in real life. And they're both hard-headed about stuff. So that'd be really hard to hard to cope with moving forward. Yeah. But that's all I have trivia wise. Hopefully okay. you heard something interesting in there. Yeah. There's a lot of things <laughs> I didn't know about. Uh, I guess then we're ready to rate this. All right. First thing, rewatchability. I think the all the National Lampoon, Lampoon movies get watched. Yeah, but this one's definitely not my favorite. It's just, eh. I would I, say I my least favorite later. is European. Yes. Yeah. Easily. I think so too. Um, See, I don't put Christmas Vacation at the top. I mean, it's, I've watched it so much and people just have dug it into the ground for me. I guess. But it is the one that I, I saw first. and Right. It's either this one or uh, Vegas Vacation. Is your favorite? As my favorite. Huh. I'm gonna give I'm gonna give us a four. Rewatchability, I can watch it all the time. It's always gonna be a funny movie to me. See, I was gonna give it a two. It's just not up there for me. That's fine. As far as the vacation movies, this isn't one. 
I, I, even though Eddie makes me cringe a lot, I prefer the movies that have more Eddie in it or uh, like a yeah. just funnier Eddie. This one's just kind of funny awkward Eddie. Eddie. Yeah. yeah. And he didn't become funny Eddie till Christmas. Yeah. Well, there you go. <laughs> and then he became great Eddie in Vegas. Yeah. That's my favorite Eddie. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So the next thing we're going to rate it on is the, uh, I just, I had a brain fart. What? Oh, the legacy? Yes. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, they had the vacation movie come out that I haven't seen yet. So this movie has had a legacy. I have it. Yeah. And and the Christmas movie, everyone, it's like, like you said, yeah, it gets brought up every year. And there's... Every so often you get a commercial that has Clark and Ellen for some reason. What, there was a commercial not too long ago that had them both in it. I would say it's pretty lasting, left an impact. But this specific movie, I mean, it started the whole franchise. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I'll give it a four, I think. I'm going to give it a four. Yeah. That seems. Now let's go for that aesthetic. The yeah. music in this movie is really good. I love Holiday Road. I know. We play it every time we go on a road trip. Yes, I put it on a playlist, so I'm always happy when it comes on. The look of it? I like it. It's very 80s. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's nothing spectacular, but it, it is what it is for yeah. the time. Um, Give it a... The casting? Casting's A+. Yeah, I mean, as far as like Russ and Audrey... They're all right. They're not my favorite, but they're all right. I think I think Anthony Michael Hall was really good in this. Uh, and this is this is my favorite Audrey. No, she's just bleh. This is your favorite Audrey. This is my favorite. For me, Audrey. she's kind of just bleh. That's fine. Well, who would you put? Uh, well, you already said Vegas Vacation. There's not another one better than her though. Then that, Vegas or then yeah, this? If you're saying Vegas. Are you you're saying so it's Vegas then her? Uh I'm saying her then yeah, Vegas. Yeah, probably. Okay, well I have a flip. And then, then like the two other ones are interchangeable. I think they both are terrible. <laughs> well, I think for aesthetic I'm going to go um I love when they go to the like different places. I think that was really fun to add to the movie. Yeah. Plus, I know you like Dinky. Oh, the dog. <laughs> I'll give it a, a three and a half. I'm going to give it a four. Okay. I'm just going to go four across the board for this movie. So my overall on this movie, I'm going to give it a three. I do like the National Lampoon movies for the most part, mm-hmm. but this one's just not my favorite. That's fine. Wait, do you like it more than European? Yes. Okay. It would be European than this, I think. That's fine. Would be my order. That's fine. I'd have to think on the rest. <laughs> but yeah, that's um, that's what I got, unless you've got anything else. No. I think people should be- definitely check out the next episode, though. Yes. Stick her out. Mm-hmm. Ouch. <laughs> that's a long way down the holiday road. Uh, stick around and listen to this uh, sneak peek of our next episode. Yep, over and out. Bye.
next week on the Retro Club. I've never been a big Demi Moore fan. Really? No, I like, I like her, her in One Crazy Summer. And I, I think knew you were going to say that. <laughs> uh, not Ghost? No, Ooh, I like the Swayze Man. <laughs> I like the Swayze Man more than that. Oh, he yeah. was in Roadhouse. I know. I don't know if I've ever... I've seen Ghost. I just didn't... It's this just is such a mystery to me, me. too. <laughs> I know. You've got me... like Stumped right now. I, I don't know what... <laughs> Because you brought up three names. <laughs> I'm kind of stumped. Three different actresses. And I've never been big on Rosie O'Donnell, if mm-hmm. I'm being honest. Like, I like her in A League of Their Own. I think I oh, might be yeah. it. Oh, um, yeah. She does voice acting that I can get down with, Tarzan. See, I would have forgot that. She does tan. I only know it that because... That ape looks like her, too, doesn't it? Stop. I just realized that. I know who exactly who she is, even. It's even got the Rosie O'Donnell hair. No. Okay. I only brought that up because of our daughter. We watched so much Disney. <laughs> I mean, we watched a lot of Toy Story. Tantar. Gosh darn it. <laughs> I don't know. I'm excited to see what you, how you rate this movie at the end. Mixing and music by Kelsey Ingram. Cover art is by Megan Harris. Research is by John and Megan Harris. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Slasher at RetroClubPod. Or visit our website at RetroClubPod.com for episode information and more. You can listen to the Retro Club on Podbean, Spotify, Apple and Google Podcasts, and more. Make sure to like, follow, and subscribe, or we'll find you.